This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Sharing Plate, a podcast all about food and the role it plays in our sense of self, our sense of place, and of course, our sense of taste. I'm Laura Bishop, and I'll be hosting guests from around the world as they share their plates that connect them to home, wherever that may be, to their people, whoever they are, and to their own special memories. This is a foodie's journey that transcends generations and nations. So please, come sit with us as we serve up recipes and stories. Three of us, we tried to make the food, and we couldn't, like, oof! We really felt that my mom, she needs to be here. I'm Mehrave. I'm from Iran. I'm 17. And yeah, I live in the UK. So welcome to our podcast. Um, I'm delighted to have you here. I'm going to go straight for it because I want to hear what dish number one coming okay. to our sharing plate is. So... One of the food that I choose uh, is qayme. It's a traditional Iranian food. Uh, this dish, it has peas and it has meat, onion, and it has like potatoes. It serves with the rice. And also one of the important things in Iranian food is tomato paste. Yep. It has a lot of that. Yep. So that's what makes it like orange. My mom, she used to like make it every weekend because that was the only time we, we didn't go to school. And my dad, he was also like giving free time. So we had a like four full member family food. Okay, together. so it was your weekend dish, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But so. the weekend is different in my country. Friday is weekend. Of course. So it would be a Friday dish. Yeah. Okay. Because and mom get, used to make it. Yeah, we got really used to it. And when my mom left... We were like, okay, something feels wrong. And my dad said, oh, I know what we exactly need. And he said, I can't make it. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> and we said, are you sure? Do you need help from grandma or aunt? And he was like, no, obviously. Do you know who I am? I can make it. <laughs> and after like, I don't know, three hours, four hours, he was like, the dish is ready. Do you want to have a like taste or something? And... The way was the smelling, me and my brother, we both said, no, we're going to order pizza. It's fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, bless him. So you were like, no, we're not no. even having it. So um, have you ever kicked it yourself? Have yeah, you ever made we tried it? it like five or like six more times. Okay. But it didn't work until okay. I came here to with my mom. We did it together because I was like, mom, can, can you like teach me foods? Because it was a long time. And she said, okay, it's fine. I can teach you some food. So how long does it take to make? 
Oh, it. My mom, she can make it in like less than thirty minutes. So the di- the name of the dish, gaima, gaima. So now that you can make it, I can. Yeah. Talk me through the preparation of how you go about making that dish. So uh, before you make the dish, you need to like put the peas in the water yep. from like a night before. Okay. So you yeah. soak them yeah. overnight. Okay. And then you need to like cut the like onion and the meat and like frying them. Yep. And then you can add the like the peas that you left from the night before. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to mix them together and like add tomato paste. And you're going to add salt, pepper, and there was another spice. Trim- yeah, turmeric. Turmeric. Yes. Yep. You're going to add that yeah. to it too. The names are hard. I love turmeric. It's yeah. a great and spice. And you can add uh, c- cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. Yeah, that one has the best <gasps> smell. And there is a secret for this dish. Uh, there is, there are some special lemon. There are black. Have you seen them? Yes, I know. I, the it, dry is it the dried limes? Yes. Yes. You like need to make a hole in the lime because you only need the spice. You don't need to mix it with the food. And then you leave it and you add like four or five cup of hot water mm-hmm. and you just leave it for one hour. Okay. Yeah, that's and an ready. hour and that, that yeah. will get you through it. One of the reasons my mom left the country was freedom. I was 14. When I came here, I was 16. So I was living with my dad and my younger brother for two years. So she had to come out of Iran and leave you behind? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good choice. I mean, I even told her if we go back in that year, I wouldn't let her leave. But she had to. I think that's quite pertinent with everything that's going on in Iran at the moment. I think oh, there's yeah. a lot more understanding, especially in the West. Everyone trying to run away. Around but that. But sometimes it's not just about running away. Something really need to stop them. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's terrible in there. So mum got to the UK. She got refugee yeah, she status got the, here. Yeah, she got And the then first. she applied for you to reunify. Yeah, for okay. a family reunion. Yeah. Then became as a family part. Being in London and looking back to Iran... Because obviously uh, what's going on there at the moment is yeah. being spearheaded by people your age. Yeah. How do you feel looking at what's happening on the news and everything that's happening there? I hope everything changed because it's been a really long time that we've been in silence. And now people can, can see what's going on. But the most important thing about London is that you have a choice. You have a choice and you can choose what do you want to follow what do you want to have a faith in? But in my country, it's forced to you. I mean, when I was nine, even younger, I had to like wear a scarf. I mean, if you don't, that's dangerous for you. But I hope everything changes because we actually deserve better. We have the most powerful empire in history. And we used to be like an amazing country in like many years. Honestly, I hope everything changes. The first dish is quite powerful. You tell it as a funny story of yeah, it I is know. it's such a strong memory because your dad couldn't kick it and you I and know. your brother refused to eat it, but actually the heart of that comes from the separation we that you trying. had. And you and you were trying to recreate a moment. Yeah, to feel the empty space of Exactly. My so you were filling your Fridays with that. Okay, what's dish number two? I'm intrigued. Okay. Um the number two. Uh, so basically, do you know Burberry? What is this? Burberry. Barbary. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
So the only special thing about this food, it, it's just chicken yep. with rice, but it also has barberry. Yes. All right. Yeah. So this food was one of the best food that my grandma, she used to make it for us. Every day we would go there because my dad, he used to work until 6, 7 p.m. And my grandma, she used to do it like every time, only this dish. And we wouldn't say anything because she could do it like in the best way. Even my mom, she couldn't like make it like her. I mean, she was really helpful in that time for me. My dad couldn't understand me a bit because I don't know how to explain it, but they were much Because you were closer. a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've been a 14-year-old girl and I think my dad didn't understand anything about me as a 14-year-old, I know. so I get it. It, yeah. w- it wasn't a... Cor- that's the reason yeah. I'm telling, like, it wasn't a cor- correct age my, for my mom to leave. So my grandma, she was, like, the second person. She could understand me and then my aunties. Yeah, so every time, like, when I was there, she would make me do, like, this dish. And it was amazing. How would she make that dish? Just chicken and you're going to fry it with the oil. Until, like, it gets golden and you, like, add spices, salt, pepper, and throw something. <laughs> I forget it again. Turmeric? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it is the golden... I mean, it's it the is, golden... I mean, sp- and it is golden. We I have mean, it. We have it in all the food. Yeah. It is a very Persian yeah, spice. It is. And then she would, like... The barberry should, like, yeah. be on water from the night before. Yeah. Like the so peas. So, like, the peas. Yeah. yeah. It has to... Because it's really hard to, like, get them clean. And then you add them, that's the dish. And it's that's it. so easy. And With the rice, actually. And when you went to grandma's, did you go in and she, was she cooking it or did she cook it when you get there? Like when she would saw me, she was like, are you hungry? And I was like, yes. And then she would cook <laughs> it. I guess there's quite a lovely smell around that. Does that yeah. smell, you know? Uh, my grandma's house, she, she was alone. I mean, after my grandpa died, she was alone. And we both were in like kind of like same situation. So we both were close to each other. And she had like a kitchen. Every time we would like, I would go to her. We both were like sit on the ground in the kitchen. She had like really a small cloth. She would like throw it down and we were sitting around that. So what were you talking about with grandma while you were there? Mostly it was about my mom. Like... She was giving me hope, like, it's going to be okay. Because when my mom le- left, it wasn't corona yet. I mean, the COVID hasn't started yet. Yeah. And the reason that it took, like, two or three years, it was exactly the COVID. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't have a choice to go out even. Got it. So you were in lockdown in yes. Iran as well. Yes. She, she really likes to, like, follow the news. And every time, like, she would watch the news, she would explain them to me again. And also, we would watch them again at the night. I mean, we every news, we every <laughs> Grandma news, love, grandparents love their news. Every news, we would watch them twice. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, and we didn't had nothing to do. But my grandma, she always like she would like tell me it's gonna be okay, or like one day your dad will understand, or it's gonna be fine. Yeah, talk to me about leaving grandma and the aunties behind. How difficult was that? I don't want to be mean, but. The only person who wasn't crying in airplane was me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> even me and my cousin, before we leave the house to the airplane, we we shaked hands, we gave pinky promise to each other. So like, okay, who cries? That person is the loser. No one's gonna cry. Because we I were had... so happy. We were so happy okay, because I was going to see my mom. mom. Yeah, okay. Everyone were happy about this. And then 
the adults started crying in their airplane. And then I looked at my cousin. They all were crying too. And I was like, why are you crying? I'm leaving. I'm so, I was so excited. I mean, like seeing my mom again was the only reason. Like I, I didn't have any reason to cry. I mean, they are family. That's true. I mean, my grandma and my aunties. They are totally different. But my mom? No, I'm not going to cry. No, like I'm, I, I'm just starting to her. Yeah, of course. So, although it you was, were... Li- I mean, it wasn't hard for me to leave them. Because you them. knew what was happening yes. at the other side. Yes. Okay. It was really hard to me to wait for that moment. And I wasn't going to cry in that moment. I was so happy for that. And now I feel like I really miss all of them. But I can't go back because of the situation. Of course, of course. And and that is the thing. Once you leave, it, yeah. you can't go back. So tell me what you remember about landing in London. When we came... Oh, I was crying there. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I was crying in there. Me, my mom, my dad and my brother. When we saw each other, we were crying. And my mom, she was so happy. She never like puts makeup on, but the way that she wants to like show that it's important, she would wear dress, and she was wearing a dress. And my brother, because you're not allowed to wear a dress in Iran, and my brother, he was like, "What oh, are you wearing? <laughs> Take that off, go and change." And then my mom, she she was like, "Do you want me to send you back to Iran?" <laughs> because yeah, because one of the reason my mom was looking for that she left the country was freedom. Do you know the decision, it fascinates me because you hear of a lot of men making the journey and leaving their yeah. families behind. Because from what I know, the journey is incredibly perilous. You have to cross so many countries. Quite a lot of the time you have to cross two seas because you I have know, to do the crossing yeah, to Greece. She did the crossing we to Greece. We were crying all the time. And then you have to do the, the crossing from France to yes, England. So yes. there's two opportunities for you yeah. to be in very unseaworthy boats. Yeah. That's the reason the men normally leave the wives behind with the children and make mm-hmm. those journeys. Do you know what the reason behind your mum coming? My mum, she, she did like a real miracle. She she wanted to leave when I was born. I mean, like more than 20 years ago. She wanted to leave, but my dad, he was like, I have my job, I have my money, I have my family here, and I have, like, I'm going to have children here. What's the problem with this? But my mom, she was like, no, I really want to leave. So my dad said, no, if my dad wouldn't give my mom a permission, my mom wasn't allowed to leave. Because in Iran, if a husband don't sign for the wife, the wife can't leave. So my mom, she talked a lot to him and he said, okay, so we can leave. But he wouldn't do it because my dad was scared. And so I'd, I feel like this is embarrassing, but from right now, he still can't like speak English though. Okay, let's move on to the next dish then. Yeah. So what's coming next? So the next one is sausages. But what makes it special, it is the spices. Okay. So we call it, we call sausages, sausages. Sausages? Yeah, in Ooh, Iran. It's yeah. a bit like the French. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the same. But it has a bandari and the end. Okay. So it's sausage bandari. Sausage bandari. Yes. Okay. And this food was the first food that I made with my mom in hostel. Here? In North Hall, yeah, in Aww. London. Yeah, that was the first food that we made it together. 
And I was so excited. I mean, it wasn't like a clean situation in that kitchen because we were like the first family in the second floor. So we had to clean the whole kitchen first. Then we started cooking. And the other rooms, they were full of like single mans. And next to us was a woman with her children. That was the only one. And the thing that would make it dangerous for us, it was like they were mostly like the most of the time drunk. So as the kitchen and bathroom were shared, it was really dangerous. I can't even imagine how it was a scary that was at when you were 16 years old. Yeah. You know, having to share the bathroom. And I can't imagine what that was like for your parents I as well with two children. I don't want to remember. With no choice but to be my mom she was really scared she even like sent some emails to like please at least change the hostel this place is dangerous um so talk me through the sausage then yeah i mean any sausage i'm loving so you can just use you can choose your favorite one okay you just chop them and you're frying them and you add tomato 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 another tomato paste Obviously, we have it in all of the foods. Uh, some uh, pepper, but with the the green ones. The green pepper, de-seeded yeah. and yeah, chopped, chopped as chopped well. Chopped them, yeah. Yep. And there is another thing which makes it really special. Have you like tried the small ones? Oh, what chili peppers? Yes. The oh chili my goodness! What like the, the spicy ones. ones? You you should only chop only one. That's enough for four people. Okay. They all gonna need water after the food. So we I got mean s- that's the point of it. We got sausages, peppers. A chili pepper. Yes. Tomato paste. Tomato paste, obviously. obviously. <laughs> I mean, how could I forget the tomato then, paste? Um, spices. Yep. Which Salt, ones? Salt, pepper. Please tell me there's turmeric in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the pronunciation? I'm going to learn this tonight. Turmeric. Turmeric. Okay. And uh, just give it a frying for like 10 or 15 minutes. And after that, you're going to add lemon. Only lemon few drops. As in like juice? The juice of the a juice. lemon? Okay. Only ju- juice. Delicious. Yeah. And that's ready. And you can serve it with uh, the bread. Uh, what kind of the bread? Baguettes. The baguette. A baguette? Yeah. Oh. And you need a glass of water next to you because when you eat that, you really need that one too. So what I'm hearing from these dishes is mom's a good cook. She is. Yeah? She is. And the point of her, I mean, no, not the, the point. The point of her is to cook my dinner. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, sorry. Mom, don't listen to this. The, no, no, no. The good property of her is, <laughs> I don't know how to say The good characteristic of uh, yes. your mom. Yes. Yeah. She can make it less than 13 minutes. Any food. Oh. She's so quick. I mean, the way that she cook. And she always prepares the, like, the requirement. Before she even planned for the food. We already have in the fridge the requirement. She always thinks about the future. How did that first meal feel sitting oh, down? Oh, amazing. With mom. Because Iranian, we all prefer to sit underground. On the floor? Yeah, 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 around each other. So it was again after like two or three years, again around. And the way that we were seeing each other's faces, it was like so dreamy. What else is on the list? Okay, I have another one. There is a food, uh, which is really easy. Even you can make it less than 10 minutes. I mean, super easy. A cutlet. Cut- a cutlet. 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 A cutlet. What is it? What is it? So basically, uh, when I was in Iran, me and my brother, my first auntie, she would make us different cooks 
and like send it to us because she didn't have like the time for the company and like stuff and guests coming but instead of that she would make the food and package them and send them to you yeah and this food was like the one that she would make it like really good but my mom can make it better Oh, <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna. Do you, does, do you, does your auntie speak English? Uh, no. Oh, okay, I'm so happy. So I, was say, I, hope, I mean, actually, she's learning. She's learning. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> I mean, there are like other foods that my auntie is amazing in them, like my mom. Mm. But this food, only my mom. Okay, so what is it? So basically, it's just potatoes. Mm-hmm. You. Grating? Grate it, Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you grating them. And then you also grating the onion. Yeah. And then you mix them together. And you're going to add them the meat. Like the chopped meat. What kind? Of, like mince? It mostly would be sheep. Lamb. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah sometimes. It could be also cow. But mostly lamb. lamb. Because we yeah. didn't allow to like have a pork. Yeah. So it was lamb mince with... Grated potato, grated onion, yeah, all and mixed spices. together. Yeah, all mixed together. Let me. <laughs> is is it coming? Is our favourite spice in this? Turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> like, Turmeric. Yay! I mean, four out of four. I'm, I love that. Tur- I mean, literally, Iran yes. must have the world shares of turmeric. <laughs> yeah, we add turmeric, salt, pepper, so, uh, black pepper. Yep. Yeah, and also red one because. Red pepper as well. Yeah, it's good to be like a bit chilly. And we have to like keep this mixture in the fridge for like one hour. Okay. And uh, after an hour, you take it out and you add egg. Oh, yes. is this when you make it? Do you make it into balls? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you like add almost egg. like a kofta yes. kind of. And yeah. then by gloves, you make it like, to do, you give it shape. I love that you put gloves on to do this. I mean, I personally just do it with my hands. <laughs> my mom should do it with hands, but I always, I was like, no, You're like, no, give me that glove. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. I mean, every time she makes it, I'm like, give me the gloves, please. I can't do it with my hands. She's like, okay, can you see? It's like this. I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna touch it. You just don't like the feel of me. I don't like touching the eggs. <laughs> oh, you don't like I'm touching fine. the raw eggs. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with the other parts, but eggs, no. Okay, so you mix that in yeah, and then you make you your koftas. Egg, yeah, and you give it shape. Delicious. They're like so but again, we're going. Crispy. That's another comfort food, right? Yeah. These are all like warming These are, comfort. Yeah. They mostly remember remember me like the whole family that we had. Amazing. Really so those are four. I mean, delicious dishes. What's the last one on the list? My fourth or fifth auntie, after my grandma. She was one of the person that would talk to me. Okay. Okay. So she was the one that you went to when mum was Yeah, here. because it was close to my age. She would like talk to me about mostly my mom and about how is it going to be and like what do I need to do right now. So even she was preparing like, you for your journey. Yes. And even at the moment, we would like go to different classes and she was trying to distract me from the situation. So like... Uh, Every time, only me and my brother, when we would go to her house, she would make lasagna. Lasagna. I have no the idea. The original comfort food. I, yes, I have no idea how she would make it. But that food was the only food that I couldn't find it here. I mean, I was looking oh, for the... Yeah. So it's a different kind of it's lasagna. It's totally different. I mean, I tried the Lidl one, the Tesco ones. I mean, the different. none of them would taste the same. Have you asked your mom? No. Because my mom, she's really good in traditional food, but that auntie, 
she was amazing only in making fast foods. She would like use a lot of cheese. And I mean, who doesn't love a bit of cheese? It's really good. It was yeah. really good. Every single dish that you have brought to the plate is a family dish. It is. Uh, how, so how important are your family? They were really important. So my dad, he wasn't really social person. Me, in that age, I really needed some friend. I didn't have any friend in, I mean, for two, several years because I kind of wasn't allowed and it was locked down anyway, so... Why weren't you allowed to have friends? Oh, my dad was strict. So much. And with mum gone, there was no oh, one Oh, it was, it was no one to understand the situation. Yeah. I mean... So I'm guessing school. he was also trying to protect He you. was trying to protect, obviously. Especially but with mum That wasn't the correct way, so not, no judgment. But... After that, the family was the only thing I had. And when I came here, I actually missed them. Yeah, mostly my cousins. Because we would go out, we would like go to the zoo or different places together. I was 14. They were even less than 10. But everywhere we would go together. And we wouldn't care like if anyone says, oh, look at those kids. We are kids, who cares? And obviously... You're now here, they're there, yeah. presumably they're still there, in Tehran, yeah. with everything that's going on. How yeah. does that make you feel? I'm kind of worried about them, and scared, because honestly, they deserve to like study in a really good situation, and have their own human rights, and in that situation, it's not like what they're exactly supposed to have, so... I just hope, like, they move out. But they can't. I mean, the borders are closed at the moment. Like, the internet, they cut it. But I just hope everything changed because if it goes this way, it's not going to change. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope things do change there for them, for the better. And your family here now. Yes. Obviously, you're with your mom yep. and your brother and your dad. What are your hopes for the future, Mahela, with your new life here? Oh, if I was like had a choice for the future, I would choose like me and my mom only. Together. And what what would that future look like? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm at uni. My mom, she's gonna send me back to Iran if I don't go to uni. So <laughs> oh, is that the threat? The threat is you're gonna <laughs> get packaged to back off to Iran. I have to. She she some sometimes she used this excuse to threat threaten, threaten threaten me. She used this excuse like. When I told her, like, oh, I'm not going to do GCC, she said, do you want to go back to Iran? <laughs> and, like, for example... It's like the big bad wolf now. Yes. Or, like, I I really don't want her to be disappointed because she had enough in that three years. So what? she really deserved better. What is your hope for her here? I hope she feels calm. Because... I'm sure it's been a long time that she didn't have this feeling, so I just want peace for her. I really hope that she would, like, get over everything. Because to make that choice as a mother, yeah. to leave you behind, is, you know, it's no, it's not a choice that she you're going to... Exactly. It wasn't a choice. I wish it was a choice, but she had to. Because if it was a choice, I wouldn't let her do it. No. She is really hopeful about the future. She is still thinks like we can be a really 
good for member of family, but I I mean I'm not a negative person, but I think like that's not gonna happen for my family because when you move and you you take the refuge when you seek asylum, yes, yeah. and it, everything changes. I mean you're not like the past person. Everyone in my family they change. We grow up. And we are totally different now. So you can't accept them like to be the one before. It's a lot to have to deal with at 17. Yeah, it is. It has leaving everything behind in Iran, all of your family that we've talked about a lot. Was it worth it? I guess it was. And I'm like trying to start from a new. And it's kind of working now. My mom... She had a British friend. She, like, introduced me to an organization. An organization. Yeah, it was kind of for a charity thing. What's the name of that organization? Oh, Springboard. Springboard. Yeah. And that's for under-18 refugees who newly arrived in the UK to meet other refugees in the same situation. Yeah, and they would, like, give us a time so we can spend it together to not feel alone for new refugees. And... When I started by them, I was really interested to, like, become one of the leaders. So Okay. Yeah, that was, like, the start that I realized that I really like to lead something like this. I don't want to be, like, a small part of it. I want to, like, join it and give it away and have my own ideas. So that was, like, the time I started, like, volunteering in different organizations. And then... I found about another organization, which I'm a leader now in there. It's Our Second Home. Our Second Home. Yeah. And that one is also a charity for asylum seeking immigrant and refugees. They give us like the voice and space to share the ideas and say what we feel free to say. I love the name of that charity, Our Second Home. Our Second Home. It's the best, honestly. The leaders are so amazing. I mean, I can't tell. So we've got our second home. You've got the the first refugee charity. Oh, I couldn't become a leader in there because you had to be 18. So I was like a member. So you were looking for something different. And so you came, how did you come across LMK? Oh, uh, so one of the leaders in a springboard, she was also a member of LMK. So LMK stands for? Uh, Let me know. It's about healthy relationships. Okay, so this is another organization. Yeah, so basically in this age, we are social and we need to bond with each other, which is hard in this age. So in your teenage years? Yes. Okay. LMKs, we can like look out for the signs that we need to know about them, about healthy and unhealthy relationships. Okay, so is that a lot to do with social media? and Yes. Okay, got it. And Instagram and Facebook and all of the... I'm so grateful that I grew up in an age where those (laughs) did not exist when I was a teenager. Really? No. It's so I'm dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I don't have but social. It, yeah. But okay, so this let me know. Yeah. Helps you to support you to to know what's healthy, what's not. It and helped me to like look out for my own relationships. Yeah. And even help for some of my friends when they were like going something wrong. It's really like helpful. I mean, I would recommend it to everyone. Wow. Yeah. And now I'm one of the like youth advisory board member in LMK. Okay. Yeah. You've jumped boots in here. <laughs> I'm going to continue with the Our Second Home and LMK because these two, they make me feel free. And this feeling, I really want to keep it. I don't want to lose it. I mean, these people, 
they act me like I'm close to them. And I really appreciate that. I don't want to lose it. Because you didn't feel that you were free no, when you were in no. Iran? I didn't have this opportunity. You've used the phrase in my country a lot. Do you think Iran will always be your country? Or do you think at some point Britain, UK oh, like will I flip changed. into being your country? Iran is always my country. I'm from Iran. I was born there. I grew up there. And if the situation would be okay, I would love to go back to Iran. I mean, who doesn't want to? I hope everything changes. I hope so too. Merhaba, it's been a fascinating journey through all of your foods. Comfort, I think that's the thing I've taken from you. And family and memories. Each one of those dishes has... (laughs) Memories of family. And one day, I hope that your family will be able to get back together and you'll all be able to share those dishes. We're going to be fine. Thank you so much for joining us. Sharing Plate is a Wattsware Media production and is presented by Lara Bishop. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed listening to Sharing Plate, please help us out. Like it, follow us, share it and tell a friend.